Chapter 24 Gorenson and Ellis walked through the woods, kicking aside rocks and pulling down dead branches. They did their best to carve a noticeable path to return through, should they need it. Neither wanted to get turned around, and they worked surprisingly well together. Ellis carved arrow spots into bark with his knife while Gorenson drug his heels, cutting marker patches of dirt through the leaves. How far are you thinking? Ellis asked, strangely relaxed. Being away from Dwyer always calmed Ellis's nerves, and being in the quiet woods was helping too. He thought about his ex-wife and smiled. I'd say soon, I hope, Gorenson replied, wiping his brow. Like I said, it's been a while since I've visited this place, but I don't remember it being that far. Did you drive in back then, Ellis asked, stepping over a log? Yeah, Gorenson said, looking up into the canopy. I suppose I did. I don't mind the woods, Ellis said. I've always kind of liked woods. There's probably something to that, Gorenson commented, raising an eyebrow. What do you mean? Ellis asked. Have you ever taken a writing class? Gorenson asked, sticking a blade of grass in his teeth. High school, college, whatever. Have you ever done anything like that? Ellis shook his head. I used to teach a few writing classes, Gorenson said, staring off. Is that right, Ellis said, cutting a gash into a tree. I haven't read a book since I was a kid. You're not missing much, Gorenson said with a squint. Just other people's thoughts, other people's ideas, other people expressing themselves. Fuck other people, Ellis said. I don't care about anyone. I'd have to agree with you, Gorenson said, rubbing his wrists. The older I get, the less happy I am to be alive. I haven't read much lately either. Haven't cared to even try. Well, then why did you bring it up? Ellis asked. The funny thing is this reminds me of something I once read, Gorenson said, holding Ellis by the shoulder for support as they scaled a steep rise. A few years back, I had this weird kid in one of my writing classes. I used to assign a page or two a week, nothing grueling or difficult for a kid to do. Most of the kids just wrote about their grandparents or about their favorite movies. But this one kid used to write these long, boring stories about this very scene. Ellis reached the top of the hill and pulled Gorenson up alongside him. They jogged down the other side and cut a path through some low branches, Gorenson leading with Ellis trailing right behind. What do you mean? Ellis asked, growing vaguely interested. I mean this exact thing we're doing, Gorenson said, glancing over his shoulder and looking the deputy in the eyes. He was 14, maybe 15, quiet kid. I don't think he ever talked all that much. He'd turn in these typed-up stories about two men 
usually enemies in some way, walking together through the woods. Always the woods. Always grown men. There'd be a lot of description about the environment, the sky, the sound of bugs. Made me think the kid likely spent a lot of time in the woods by himself. Were the stories any good? Ellis asked. What were they about? No, Lawrenson said, shaking his head. They weren't good. That's just the thing. They weren't about anything. They weren't well written, either. His characters would just trail off on these long, directionless conversations. Gorenson smiled at Ellis. The whites of the teacher's eyes made the deputy uncomfortable. He stepped sideways to put a bit of distance between them. Anyhow, Gorenson continued, there'd be these differences from story to story, but only slight differences, the kind an untrained reader would have trouble finding. I think he wanted them to be scary. He failed to scare me, though, but I'm kind of a sicko. Gorenson smiled again, but Ellis refused to laugh. Then I read the boy's last story, Gorenson said with a sigh. And after a page and a half of clouds above a highway and the crackle of a radio, the scene fell over two men traipsing through the woods to an unknown destination. One of them was dressed an awful lot like me, and the other one was dressed an awful lot like you. Gorenson pointed to Ellis's white t-shirt and the gun in his waist. And what did they talk about? Ellis asked, looking around. This, Gorenson said, scratching his face. Ellis stopped and drew his gun, thinking he heard something. Gorenson drug his step and turned around, scanning the trees. Did you hear something? he asked. I don't know, Ellis said, shaking his head and stepping forward. They rounded a tree and broke into a jog, each looking back over their shoulder. What happened in that kid's story? Ellis asked. Where did they wind up? It didn't have an ending, Gorenson replied. The kid turned it in unfinished and never came back to class. What happened to him? Ellis asked. He went missing, Gorenson said. They speculated kidnapping for a while, a few people thought he might have drowned somewhere. Drowned where? Ellis asked. Couldn't say, Gorenson replied. Last time anyone saw him, he was wandering into the woods. These woods. Ellis tightened his grip on his gun. It was getting darker than he'd planned for. He felt for his flashlight, but realized he'd forgotten it in the car. Suddenly, Gorenson broke into a sprint, leaping over a fallen tree and bolting under the shadows. Ellis ran to catch up, but lost him in the darkness. His footsteps faded away, and in an instant, Ellis was alone, looking around as strange sounds began to pour from above, and the air grew cold.